So hi, welcome to the Good Noise Podcast. We're here with loyalty to me. We're gonna ask him some questions. I'm gonna start. Uh, what inspired you guys to start the band and what does the band name mean? So the band name I'll start with came from a lyric from a song in my previous band. I used to be in a band called Theory and Context a few years ago. Um, and one of our lyrics was, your loyalty to me is more than I could ask. So I kind of pulled it from there. Um, and the why it was just, I don't know. I had, I had quit my previous band and then took some time just kind of like chilling out. And I like filled in for a band on guitar for a little bit and stuff. But then I kind of wanted to start a new thing once again. So it started as a solo project and then I kind of found band members to back me up. And then that kind of turned into it becoming just a normal band. So, okay. That was yeah. That was from Amelia Pond, right? Yeah, dude. Yeah, Amelia Pond. That song was the man. song. Was the theory and context song? Earlier. I was gonna say I don't. I don't want to derail, but I was actually listening to that album for the first time in a while today, and I was like, "Damn, this <laughs> still holds up pretty fucking well." <laughs> Thanks. Man. It's so funny because before I joined the band, I like listened to that song and I was like, "This song," <laughs> and I was like, "I never would have thought that I would have like joined." a band with Will because he was doing that at the time. It's just so weird. Yeah. Now we're now we're here. Yeah, now we're fucking on a podcast, dude. It's so weird. <laughs> yeah. Well we're talking on a podcast. We're not never uh, mind. Yeah, I'm listening to this we'll be on it. So Yeah. True. Kevin, are you eating pizza? I am because I'm a true pop punk person. You know what? <laughs> That, yeah, okay. I mean, we've had people eating pizza on here. Someone made a whole ass steak during the interview. Yeah. That was a wild that one. Was that was interesting. <laughs> Did he sear it properly, though? I, I don't know. We all, we, saw, all we saw was his armpit because he, like, took us around but didn't show us how he was making it. So he put the phone down. All I saw was his armpit. I'm like, well, yeah. can we at least see the steak, bro? Yeah. It's a secret yeah. recipe, dude. Yeah. Secret recipe. Exactly. That's what I assume. So, like, it's cool. It's cool. Wait, so how did you guys meet then? Like, how did everybody meet and join the band? Um, we all met in a lot of different ways. Um, okay. Actually, like, Kevin, James, and Ryan, I've semi-known for a while just from playing in different bands. Um, James, James was the first of the bunch to jump on and... Um, come into the backing band um it was him and a few other guys at the time um and then we kind of like swapped some members around and um james actually knew Devin. yeah we um, went to college together oh yeah and i'll kind of let someone else pick up the story from there i guess uh, yeah no that's pretty much it for Devin. i i i joined the band because will made a post on probably facebook about wanting like people for his new band and I was a, I was like a fan of theory and context, so I was like, I want to work with him. And then I thought I wasn't going to be able to stick around. So I was oh. like, I bet you my friend Devin would kill it in this band. And then we ended up just both staying. <laughs> um, yeah, originally it was one guitar in the lineup, and I filled in for James, and it turned into like a two-guitar thing. Yeah. But actually, if you back it up a little bit more than that, I don't think the other guys even know about this. Me and uh, Me and James were hanging out back in like, I think this was July of 2018 and we went to like a coffee house open mic thing together and we were going to do a song together, but we were trying to like figure out like what to play. 
Um, James listens to a lot of indie rock music, which is dope. I listen to a lot of pop music. So we were having a hard time finding a song that like both of us knew how to play. Yeah. And he was like, oh, Black Butterflies and Deja Vu by The Main. And I was like, fuck yeah, I'm going to sing that. Yeah. I was like, wait, how do you know that song? And uh, it was because Loyalty to Me was originally covering that at the first show. So we played that at the coffee house back in like July. And like since then, I was just like, dude, if you quit this band, like I'm taking that guitar spot from you. I want to play the main covers all day. That's sick. I mean, and we haven't played it since. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. We've never done that song ever since I joined the band. <laughs> I actually met Kevin. Me and Kevin got drunk at a party together before we even had anything to do with this band. We did? At the bar. Yeah, at the bar, dude. <laughs> dude, me and you were got drunk and just had a conversation randomly. We didn't know each other at all. No, Ryan, you got really drunk at the party. <laughs> yeah, we had a conversation. We definitely did. Yeah, no, you were, you, were, you were sitting there and you um, you were giving everybody, I think it was whiskey, and Dude, you looked at me. I sprained my wrist because some girl pushed me on the ground and I had to make a makeshift cast. So then I was drinking like half a bottle of Kraken and I didn't know it was happening. <laughs> and Kyle kept trying to take my blood. Your, your blood? <laughs> Wait, wait, like a blood drive blood or just like, yeah. just like just taking his so blood? Our new friend, he's an EMT. And whenever oh. anyone gets really drunk, he'll either yeah. say like, I can give you an IV or I can take your blood. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, I hope that answered your question. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's kind of like, did anybody have to read that book, like the Canterbury Tales in like high school? Where like everybody kind of like randomly runs into each other and that's how everyone's introduced. Like that's our band. Like we all just <laughs> randomly met each other over the course of a couple of years and now we're back. Yeah, I mean I mean to round it to round it out, basically, I was writing uh just writing a song with Ryan one day, just like unrelated even to the band. And we had been thinking about finding someone new for bass anyway. So that's kinda when I asked him if he wanted to play bass for us. Um, so that's when that happened. And then Kevin, I think January 2019 was his first show with us. So he was the final the final piece. So, yeah. yeah January 20th, Mill Hill Basement. Yeah. I was like, to be fair, I think the first day I met you was the first rehearsal you played with us. So, yeah. I don't, I don't think Maybe. I ever knew you before that. Oh. Um. Yeah, I was I, I wasn't really even looking for anything serious mm -hmm. because I was traveling a lot for work, and um, I basically said like, yeah, I'll like fill in when I can. There's supposed to be like a rotating cast of drummers, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then we just vibed. We all just vibed really well together. Um, yeah. So, I um, I got locked down, and now mm -hmm. there's a ring on my finger. So I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> 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 We're taking half your money if you ever leave us, dude. Oh, okay. You think I have money. <laughs> okay, so, uh, shoot, okay. So, you guys just released an EP, which is sick, awesome. Uh, what made you choose the name Clash forward slash forward slash coexist? Do the mm. forward slashes mean anything? It took my Does goddamn question, Glory. Forward slash, forward slash, forward slash, forward slash. Forward slash. 
No, so. <laughs> no, um, I just think I just think it looks cool. It's funny because okay. like like uh, I saw James. I saw someone comment something similar on your post, but my friend Zach also his band now has the slash thing, and he was like, "You stole this from us," <laughs> and I was like, "Not." I was like, "I didn't know that." Like, I'm pretty sure we thought of this a long time ago, just like independently. But yeah, I don't know. It's just uh, kind of uh, random. I don't know. I thought it looked cool, basically. Yeah. Well, I think wasn't strong enough. Yeah. Well, I think the original thing was in Paint You Blue, there's a lyric, um, uh, we're making steady progress, clashing, but we're coexisting. Mm -hmm. okay. And we just liked that sort of line. And so I think originally we thought about just calling it clashing, but coexisting, but then we mm -hmm. kind of wanted to mess with it and see if we could do something else with the idea and that's just kind of where we landed okay yeah awesome that's sick so yeah. awesome. i think it kind of grew on the album as a whole because we kind of decided on that before we finished recording uh ep so it kind of uh, i don't know brought this kind of like division between the two themes of the song or the two themes of the ep so because we we did that before we ended up recording everything, it kind of brought kind of perspective to it. Mm -hmm. so it was just another element that could be layered uh, into the, the themes of the of the EP. You know. Yeah. 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 Right, because then we have the whole you know we always fail to coexist line and layover in London and stuff like that. So it kind of like just felt like it worked with the thing as a whole, as opposed to just being like okay, the one line we liked, you know. Yeah. 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 Well, and even some of the song titles, like two of the tracks on the EP are Paint You Blue and Magenta. So, and even some of the songs that take influences from different genres, too. So, we wanted to try to find some cohesion in that. Yeah. yeah. I think, I think personally, I think that all of us really like different kinds of music. So, it was only fitting that we kind of incorporated that fact into. Um, the title of the EP, like, yeah. you know, like, it's like, all of us like all these different things. How can we put that together and get this cohesive piece of art? You know what I mean? So it, it kind of is a representation, you know? Yeah. yeah, that's the really cool thing, too, because, like, we all come from different musical backgrounds, but we all kind of meet in the middle with that love for, like, early 2000s era pop punk. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of like the yin and the yang coming together on that. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome for sure. Um, so how are you guys feeling about the reception to the new EP? I know it's only been a couple days, but it's been good, man. I mean it's 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 hard not to uh be able to play shows mm -hmm. for sure. But uh so far it's been good. I mean we've been getting a lot more like uh like reviews and articles and stuff and it, it definitely feels good it feels like we like took a step forward like we have a complete work out there which i think like once things do start again and we're looking to play more shows and more substantial shows like now we have something to send to be like hey we have this whole body of work out here you know yeah, yeah. so yeah. i'm glad it's out for sure mm -hmm. definitely yeah me too yeah, I mean, in general, I just feel like, you know, I, it's like, I feel like it's definitely the best thing I've ever been a part of. So it's just like, you know, it, it, it feels like 
we put a lot of time and work into it and it's paying off <laughs> you know what i mean yeah yeah i get that yeah we we like i love all of the reception we're getting it's like nobody has told me that they hate it so that's, yeah, well, that's always good that's yeah. the biggest thing and then from there it's it's more just like i'm so appreciative that we could come together and make this and just like you know schedule all these days at the studio and just make this happen that i'm just still amazed that we can even do it to begin with so it's just anything any kind of positive reception is just layered on top of that so it's just been a great experience good good to hear I think I would almost enjoy it. I, I don't know. I don't know because I haven't been there, but I feel like I would almost really enjoy it if there were some people that were just like, "This is the worst thing I've heard in my life." Like, I feel like I would. I feel like I would get a real kick out of like, because on one hand, if people really hated it, like, it still like caused a reaction. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. There's part of me that's like, you know, it's <laughs> it's interesting because like there there were a few people that left like some negative comments on like individual songs whether they just weren't crazy about the vocals or they just didn't vibe with the song mm -hmm. but it's very very minimal and that just makes all of the praise like that much better because we know it's not superficial like we know people are really enjoying the music and that they're not just you know lying because they're our homies like people come to these shows they know the words i'm really excited to play shows again after the uh quarantine is done and the ep has been setting in people's brains for a couple of months because i'm sure there's going to be a lot of energy there yeah 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 i think more people i don't know and more people that like more people whose whose opinions i don't want to say hold more weight but like more people that like people i wouldn't expect to like it or people that aren't just my friends or whatever, you know, or like saying stuff about it. And that always is what gets to me. Cause of course all my friends are going to be like saying they like it no matter what, you know, but I'm seeing more like people I've never like talked to before that like are really stoked about it. So that's when I get really like, yeah. if, that's when it feels the most affirming, you know, and also just getting like opportunities like this, where just like people are reaching out to us, to do interviews and podcasts and stuff like that. Like, I love all that stuff. So, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, that's, that's really cool. Awesome. Um, so, where was everybody's headspace when you were making uh, the EP? Oh, oh, I was. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, everyone. Like, like our, my first. So I'm drum, so I'm up first. Uh -huh. I had a horrible time with the very first song we recorded. Oh, I was just not feeling it. Um, I left all my stuff like home. I think I was I showed up like two hours late because I took oh. a half day of work. And yeah, yeah, Ryan and I showed up like super late. Um, I don't know. I had like none of my own gear, which I love my own gear. I didn't get to play on my cymbals or snare or pedal, but we kind of like turned it around. Uh, it ended up being a really cool experience. We all ended up vibing together. Honestly, we got a lot closer after the first time we all recorded together um, because we, I think, what was that? Two, two and a half just straight days confined with each other. And um, mm -hmm. for that, we had spent time 
together, but we never spent a like long periods of time just doing nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I think that's when I was able to tell, like, hey, I can like legitimately be in a band with these guys. We can sit and do nothing. We can sit and just kind of, I don't know, spend time with each other. Like, it's it. We were out of that honeymoon phase where we're all like <laughs> polite to each other and yeah. nice to each other. Yeah. Um, you know, like when you're in a relationship and like in the beginning, just like hugging. Um, and you know like being happy there's like a real intimacy and silence and i got real and real silent with these guys yeah (laughs) yo you handled that recording session so well too because brent romness is is a drummer so like that must have been like really cool working with a producer who was like such a good drummer but also like kind of pressure yeah yeah i definitely felt like it was a combination of judgment and uh, motivation, like, oh, I really have to bring my A game with this guy. Because yeah. he's, uh, first off, he's an, Brett Romness is an incredible audio engineer. Like, wow. Um, I've recorded with a couple people, and I thought I found, like, this one other guy who was really good to record with. But Brett had such good vibes, I guess. Mm-hmm. Just such a good approach to everything. He yeah. felt, um, he made us feel really comfortable um, but at the same time, he had no like issue like telling us, "Hey, this part just doesn't work. Just cut it." And we all, you know, agreed with it because we all trusted him. Mm-hmm. Very quickly, there was like this a mutual understanding of like we're going to do this for the betterment of the music of the sound, um, and it, it was just a very selfless recording process for all. Yeah. Of us. Yeah, I was really, I was like very stressed going in because I usually hate recording like so much. And, like, I always feel like I only, my best performances are always, like, certain live shows, and I can never capture it in the studio and all that. Um, but, and then we got there, and I was still nervous, because, like, I had to go last. So I was, like, waiting and waiting and waiting to record stuff. And it was, yeah, I think it was, like, a week, I didn't even start. We were there for like two days, two full days or something, and I didn't even start recording vocals until like 10 p.m. on the second day. Damn. So oh like God. I was just, I was just sitting around waiting and like yeah. pacing and like being, but but then I went in there and it was so easy because he's so like easy to work with and like he's so like affirming and like makes you feel positive and makes you pumped. So yeah. it ended up being like uh, invigorating. Because it was kind of like it made me excited again about recording. So then, like, we we did two separate sessions. So what what we've been talking about thus far was our first session. Mm-hmm. But then months later, toward the end of the year, this was last summer. Um, but then in the winter, we went back and recorded three other songs. Mm-hmm. And um, during that time, like, I was just pumped the whole time. Like, and I felt super in the zone, and I felt like I had a lot more ideas flowing and stuff. So mm-hmm. I'm definitely glad we did it in two two sets yeah. like that. Yeah. I think one thing I was just kind of thinking about, I, I was thinking about it more because I was having a conversation with uh, someone earlier today who also um, kind of wants to get into making music and putting out their own music and stuff like that. And I feel like making this EP really, like, more than ever taught me the value of a good producer. Um, yeah. 
and not just someone who's a smart audio engineering and knows how to make good mixing choices. But the mm-hmm. fact is, like, that I think I think there was something sort of humbling about working with someone as experienced and good as Brett because he sort of realized that, like, we are kind of new, even mm-hmm. though we've been in several projects for a long time. And just the amount of experience that someone like him can bring to the table, I, I just feel like he really knew how to bring out the best in us and, like, you know, you don't, like, you can sort of... um fight your way and like struggle to get to the next level yeah. but if you're working with but if you like talk to people and learn from people who are already there it's so much smoother and it's so much easier and it just feels you know it, it's yeah i can't give that dude enough credit for <laughs> just making us a better band yeah. overall <laughs> yeah it kind of almost felt like it, it was a teaching moment almost in like this is not a competition you know, like music is not a competition. You're not, you're not competing to get better streaming numbers than the next band. You're not, you know, we all listen to music and we all listen to different bands. Mm-hmm. And just to put out something that you're proud of and to, to make something of a caliber that, that you can appreciate, mm-hmm. that's the goal. And to, to hope that other people will appreciate that in the same way. You know, it's, it's this, like Kevin said, a selflessness to to the body of work itself is, I think, what we really achieved and what we really wanted to get out of this whole experience. Um, and I think that just kind of thrusts will like thrust us forward to to want to create more music. Honestly, like this whole experience has just made us that passionate about creating more and and just putting stuff out there as much as we possibly can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, so you guys touched on this a little bit earlier on, but if you want to go more in depth, uh, what bands influenced the sound of the EP? Kevin, say what kind of music you like, because Layover influenced that. Yeah, so we all started laughing, I think, because um, whenever this gets brought up, we uh, we tend to basically tell everybody, hey, none of or like, yeah, yeah I want to say none of us listen to like really the same stuff. There's like some overlap, mm-hmm. um, but a lot of us listen to completely different stuff. Uh, definitely from influence that like has nothing to do with each other. Like ninety percent of all the music I listen to is just straight up like electronic house music. I don't really like um, too much like punk rock music. I mean, like I like it. Like you know, I definitely have my twelve-year-old fantasy of like seeing My Chemical Romance front stage, like front row. Okay, that's like a given. But like yeah. in in every single day, like I'm listening to like mm, mm. and cool and all. Yeah. But like I really brought that out from um, I brought that into my drumming. Because I don't really want, um, I don't have any real flashy fills. I think there's like two fills I do in like the entire EP. I don't like drummers that do flashy fills. Like that's if you're a drummer out there and you like flashy fills, do you? That's not me. Okay. Uh, dude, but the one, the one at the end of Magenta hits so hard though. Yeah, I was just gonna say <laughs> that feels so good. And, and that feels more powerful because of it, too, you know? Because, like, there's not, like, any other fills in that song. So you get to that one moment, I'm just like, yes. This makes me yeah. so happy. 
I think I really, that one fill, and I think there's. Uh, is there any other like legitimate? I don't think so. I, I can't think, think of one at the end of the rest too. There's one at the end of the rest. You know that one always. Yeah. The only fill I do in the whole EP. When I'm someone else can take this. Yeah, I do want to. You mentioned the song "Way Over in London," and it had been out for a couple months already. But the day that we went in James's basement and wrote that. I had listened to the new Death Cab for Cutie record for the first time. So that was kind of a big influence, like writing that intro riff, which I kind of had a variation of that that I'd had stuck in my head for a couple of years, but I, it was never quite right. And then after hearing Death Cab for Cutie record, like I was just inspired to write a riff in that style. Mm -hmm. And Reliant K was another big influence that I think we have a lot of overlap in. Uh, Reliant K, Yellow Card, Couple bands in that van. Mayday Parade. Uh, Mayday Parade's a big one. Taste. Yeah. Although, yeah, think, sorry. Go ahead. No, you go, Will. You go. Uh, um. Yeah, the one thing I, uh, interestingly enough, like, I mean, I would say, like, sonically, like, yeah, like Mayday Parade and Cartel and bands like that. Um, mm -hmm. But, like, in terms of lyrics, like, it's funny, but like, I listen to a lot of like lyrical hip-hop and stuff like that and i just okay. feel like a lot of rappers like pay more attention to stuff like cadence and like how the words actually sound mm -hmm. so like funnily enough even though like i don't rap at all or anything like i i pay that same level of attention to detail with like rhyme schemes and cadences and like yeah the way the words actually sound coming off your tongue and stuff like that. Like I'm always like kind of dissecting that. So um, it's funny when we were in the studio, <laughs> when we were in the studio on one of those sessions, I had a, uh, a paper due for a graduate class and I did like a thesis report on uh, uh, Kendrick Lamar's The Pimp a Butterfly. <laughs> so that's what I remember the most of the second studio session was just being stressed <laughs> as fuck trying to write that paper. Wow. Yeah. I am. Yeah, I think when I think about like influence, I I feel like I and I think I I like Kevin and I share some sentiment on this too that like when we're kind of fleshing out instrumentals, you know, cuz I I I do more instrumental stuff than vocal stuff generally. Okay. Um but like I feel like usually the core of these songs, usually it comes from Will or Ryan will bring some of it or Devin will bring some of it or you know, we'll we'll kind of all have our moments. But I kind of like to like take the mindset as if this were a singer-songwriter project because I feel like the vocals are the strongest thing. Mm -hmm. So I do think about like how like like I, I like to think about how some guitarists that I really like back up that sort of thing and how like a lot of my favorite guitarists um, you know will have a lot of sort of moving lines under the vocals to kind of like give motion to it more than be the center of attention. Um, you know I can think of like uh, at the drive-in or hop along or bent knee or like some of all my favorites that do that. Um, but really I'm not like, I feel like I steal little things I like from guitarists, but I'm not trying. I don't think the music we make sounds anything like what they do. I feel like I'm usually trying to keep in mind, like for this idea that we have written, what's, what suits it well, what was brought to the table and how can I like take the things that I like that other people do and make it work in this style. Yeah. Yeah. That makes plenty of sense. Yeah. 
I agree. I think that we all just try to accomplish. It's a, it's a balance between complimenting each other and, and it's like for the greater good kind of thing. It's not like, I don't know, some bands it's like, now is the bass feature, now is the guitar solo, now is this, now is that. It's not really about that. It, it's, it's more like, how can we make this the best possible? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? That's it. That, that's that's all we really care about. So, and I think that each one of us feels the same exact way, which is like extremely rare. Mm. So, cool. Sick. All right. Good answers from both of you. Yeah. Um. So, what song do you think took the longest to write? Like, which one was dragging a little, but you picked it up at the end? Hmm. Rewrites. We, Rewrite. We, oh yeah. Ironically, yeah. like 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 perfectly ironically, because the song is called Rewrites. <laughs> there was a lot of different. song. There, I think the originally the beginning of the second verse. Um, there's this kind of like faster vocal part that Will opens up the second verse with. Mm-hmm. Um, we used to like all cut out. For like that entire section i think devin used to sing it um the solo and the bridge were a completely different part um, yeah yeah well kevin you're forgetting like one very key detail though like it took us like six months to just get that song to be in tempo yeah. so we yeah. had like a lot of time to think about like how we wanted to change it because yeah. just getting that guitar riff, because you had a really cool syncopated drum beat, which, uh, and getting that to line up with the guitar riff just wasn't happening, like, even to a click. And then when we brought it to Brett, like, we barely had to practice it. Like, after we made those edits, um, it just fell into place, which is just goes to show, going off James's point, how important it is to have, like, a really great producer, because they're going to help guide you in the right direction when it comes to the little things. Also, the <laughs> outro used to be like a minute and a half long it was a oh, very yeah. very long i liked oh, wow. it though i kind of there's parts of that outro i kind of miss uh-huh. but mm-hmm. it was a very long outro originally yeah really you know it's funny though yeah rewrites was like longer than layover originally yeah it was yeah oh, yeah yeah like, but really you know all of our songs um they were all like we all thought they were done but then once we actually hit the studio, that's when we found out none of them were done. Like, <laughs> but like they've they've maintained their essence, you know. Like it's 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 funny because like I, I think I said this in the uh, the last podcast I did, but like to us they changed so much. But like my friends, I don't even think they noticed. They're like, <laughs> oh, it's different now. I like didn't even like. <laughs> It's so funny because to us, like all these little like uh, things changed about it. But I guess like general people, like we've played them both ways, and it, they're just like, "Oh yeah, that's paint you blue." Either way, you know? so it's interesting. But yeah, I'm glad. I mean, that just speaks to Brett. Like he was able to, you know, keep the songs as the songs that we love, but just like bring out the best in them. So yeah. I think that speaks to how well. Um, that went but yeah definitely rewrites took the longest but we're glad because it ended up being the single and everything so yeah um yeah i used to honestly hate rewrites i didn't like the song 
I know I really didn't. And it wasn't until after the studio, I was like, oh, it kind of came together. Um, the same thing with the rest. I remember originally it was a that was this um, that that was as part of that that was part of the first recording session. And uh, I want to say I used to dread playing it, um, but I'll say I, I used to dread playing it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, That's fair. But uh, we, we made like these very subtle changes, like with the second verse has a bit of a different feel to it, um, but the chorus is pretty much the same. I think the, uh, uh, the first verse is a little different too, but the old song by itself really is the same song as before just kind of taken to the next level yeah the rest almost had like a ballad feel which when we first wrote it it was like acoustic -y and now it's just a big anthem dude it's because that remember i changed the bass line because vince was playing mm -hmm. the whole like, the old bass line and I kept half of that, and I put that first note in there to drop the uh, drop the, the octave, mm -hmm. and it just gave it like that kind of like apocalyptic thing. You know what I mean? Like I was like, wait a minute, let's do this instead, and then it kind of changed. Yeah. yeah, and then we made the chorus kind of bigger, I think, and stuff yeah, exactly. in the recording. So yeah, yeah it's way bigger than <laughs> than it was before, but yeah. But it came out great, so. Yeah. Uh, what's it like dropping a debut EP in, like, the current world situation? Because you guys can't tour for it, so, like. Sad. I almost forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I, I woke up on Thursday. I was like, oh, tomorrow is the day. Yeah. <laughs> Someone sent, uh, so we use Discord. For like our normal day-to-day -day band chat uh -huh. and i think it was will that said like man tomorrow's the day guys and i kind of looked down and like, oh that's not like next month like strange. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean to be to be to come at it from the opposite way for me at least it's like because i like like haven't been working and haven't been able to like do anything pretty much. It's like the one thing that keeps me pumped. So for me, it's been like very necessary in a way. Um, Cause I don't really have anything else to be <laughs> pumped about right now, you know? So it's nice to have, it's nice to have something out and do stuff like this. Like I'm doing another podcast on Friday and it's like doing all these little, you know, press. Yeah quote-unquote things for it and kind of like you know doing like the little live streams and stuff like it all gives me something to look forward to you know yeah and one I thing that's Okay. Oh. No, you go, James. No, 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 no. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I was just gonna say, on one hand, there is the fact that like I think a lot of other people like like people kind of have less to do with their time, so it feels like more people are probably willing to check stuff out right now. Yeah. Which is good, but I mean that's that's so true for me too, Kevin. Because life's like kind of a blur right now. So I remember like mm. once it was out, I was really happy. Like, oh, this is out, awesome! I can put myself behind this. But I think if we were more active right now, I, I think in a weird way it was less stressful to put it out because we didn't have to do as many events around mm. it. Yeah. Um, not that I'm that happy about it. It's just the silver lining to everything, I guess. 
Because, yeah, I woke up on Friday and then, like, an hour or two later realized that REP was out. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Like, oh, shit, it's out. Yeah, like, oh. Oh, it happened. It happened. It dropped. It was really. But so far, yeah, the fact that, like, it's out and, like, it's there and people like it has just made this past week, like, so much better for me. Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I think the uh, this whole quarantine thing has been super traumatic for me because I'm a middle school teacher. And I think uh, March 20th was like the first official day of it. And then March 27th was the day that the rewrites music video dropped. So pretty much as long as this quarantine has been happening has been this EP launch cycle. And it's just helped me get through it. And, you know, if it helped the listeners get through it, too, you know, putting out the first music video, putting out our second single. Uh, we have another music video coming out for one of the other songs in June, mm-hmm. and just uh, stay it tuned. just kind of stay tuned. Yeah, so I'm just made things more manageable. Because, yeah. like, I don't know, like, if nobody, if everybody just decided that they didn't want to put out music during quarantine just because, like, oh, I might not get as many streams, you know, all this stuff, I can't actually tour then nobody would have any new music, you know? Like, it it would just make it that much worse for everybody else. Yeah. So I'm kind of like, you know, like, let's just do it. And that's just, you know, this is just the way it was meant to happen, kind of. And it wasn't our intention, but I think it's been the opposite effect. Like James mentioned, I think way more people are listening just because they have the time and they're, they're, you know, hungry for new content and new media to consume. Hell yeah. Yeah. I think um, this entire thing was a, real surprise in terms of timing. I mean, I, we locked down most of um, our entire EP cycle, media and like timeline. I think maybe February was when everything was generally finalized. Mm-hmm. And then what, like two, three weeks later, everything shut down. But luckily we all had a plan. We all knew, all right, these are the dates we're aiming for. Originally we are gonna try to book a tour, but instead, uh, we're trying to push out other content. Um, I got to be honest, for me, like this EP has been kind of stressful because I, uh, um, I'm fortunate enough. Um, so I know, Will has definitely had to like crack his whip at me like a few times. Um, <laughs> we're recording like home content, some stuff like that. Um, we did live stream, and I, I definitely. Um, which I, sorry, well, I, I... <laughs> no, it's fine. No, you're right. And I, well, I mean, I think we all like we all get it, though. You know, it's like I I I'm not working, so I have the time to do more stuff like that. So I like, yeah. a, you know, we all have our kind of uh, different roles. So yeah, makes sense yeah. to me. Having you're so right about that, Kevin. With like us just having a plan in place, like the fact that we were prepared meant that locking down didn't actually affect us putting this thing out because we had we've had this plan in place for like months. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, I suggest yeah. being prepared, everybody. <laughs> if it happened like maybe a month and a half earlier, it'd be a lot tougher. It'd be a lot. Mm-hmm. Tougher. We definitely. Um, yeah. We passed a lot of this stuff out in person. Um, we got into arguments, a couple of them, um, but we have to. I mean, that's the only way, like, if you're in a band of five and we all generally have equal voices in this band, um, you know, there's going to be disagreements, and it's hard to do those disagreements 
like via video call. I mean, but I can't yell at you louder. I think we spent like two hours at dinner, like just discussing the order of the tracks. Oh, in New Brunswick. It's it's we have some long conversations about seemingly very small things, but in the end, it's all like comes together. Like exactly. you know, it's just like. I don't know the perspective when you're in those conversations. You're like, this is huge. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I care about that so much? <laughs> well, also when it comes to like differences of opinion, like when you have the time to like talk it out and like see why someone else like thinks that way, like then you like you change your mind about things, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah. Whereas, like, I... some... Sorry. Go ahead, Will. I was just going to say the thing I like about these guys is like the conversation doesn't stop at like, well, I disagree with you. It goes on and we're like, well, why, you know? And then once you get down to like why everyone feels like you should do something a certain way, then you can be like, well, we're all kind of trying to get at the same thing. So let's kind of like combine our ideas and what we're all trying to do and like just kind of like figure out what makes the most sense, you know? So everyone's like super down to really like have long talks about everything and have everything be very planned and stuff. And it's cool. Cause like at I'm the end of the day, sorry. I'm just going to throw one thing out there. I think like if it came to the most polarizing opinions, it's probably me and Kevin. But every time me and Kevin have both agreed on something, it's happened, <laughs> which is pretty awesome. <laughs> as a group i mean we're all uh um there, it's very rare and i mean it happens but it's very rare where like a single one of the five of us goes eh i don't you know i don't really care about this particular thing whatever you guys want i, I think more so now it happens because we we uh kind of realize we aren't as important um but I like working with passionate people. Like even if you vehemently pose what I think is best and I will argue my heart out against you, I want you to argue back. Like tell me I'm wrong and I'll tell you why you're wrong and then we'll come together and something will happen. I don't know what, but good things happen because we have to make a decision, whether it's track order, whether it's you know the, um, adding a harmony in a certain spot, um, using a certain like piece of artwork, it, it took a while for us to make some of the most mundane decisions. <laughs> well, I remember like, you know, it's, it's, I think it's just a common thing with creatives where like you're passionate about something and like it, it extends beyond just like, you know, the songs and the lyrics, like you're so passionate about it that like every move you make, you're equally passionate about you know whether it be like one thing or another like i remember watching a an interview with issues about making their new album and they were saying how they were like screaming at each other about like the placement of one little kick drum within wow. like a 30 second note of each other for we like two so hours <laughs> and i was like yeah that that makes sense because it's like you really care about it you know yeah. so it's cool it's kind of cool because I, I i've i've worked with people that are just kind of do go like, Hey, do whatever you want. I don't care. And that's worse. Cause it's okay. like, you want everyone to be, it, it's more fulfilling when everyone's really into it. You know? Yeah. Maybe some people would get impatient at like sort of the lack of, um, 
like efficiency in some ways because like I was I was just thinking about like how much time and how many conversations went into this and I like it almost felt like a joke to me when I looked down at Spotify and it's like uh, total length 17 minutes 43 seconds I'm like this is not a lot of music we put yeah. so much work into this yeah but it's like so you guys put like a lot of thought and effort into it and that genuinely like means a lot coming from a listener knowing that you guys put like that amount of time and energy just even like track listing like that's and it that's shows crazy. when you're listening thank to you. it as well mm-hmm. exactly it's it's cool man i mean i i thank you i'm glad it comes across yeah yeah, I, yeah we, we we thought about everything from like you know the the cadence of certain lyrics to like i think there was a maybe like two full hours that we spent figuring out the spacing of the lettering on the front of the cd and like <laughs> wow yeah and it wasn't even it, not the placement because we had already figured out we want a top left we know what we wanted there but uh, we we wanted like certain spaces all right well what if we made the slashes black instead of white maybe oh like God. reverse oh. should be hollow and at one point Same i know shirts, like, dude yeah, yeah. I remember I, I told Will, I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Like make it line up like you know, like old school ASCII text where one character takes up the same amount of space as the yeah. character. So instead of like, you know, like where eyes are really close together, they'll be like properly spaced out. Yeah. It's like yeah. Will and he he was like, you know, fuck you. Honestly, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Do it, but it's gonna take a while, and I see what you're trying to do, but still, fuck you, Kevin. And I just remember being so pissed off about it's my phone it. getting blown up, like in the band chat, that I pulled over on the Garden State Parkway just to chime in whenever that happened. <laughs> wow, it's worth it. Oh my god, yeah. I mean, Jesus. Wow. Yo, Will, can you can you show off the new EPs again? These just finally yeah. arrived today we just got them yeah those look like those wait I don't have the money for it, but do you, are you guys making vinyls for it? Because that is like artwork that I would want. Like, yo, I want to help me out here Maybe. because I am one hundred percent about that. Like a limited vinyl run. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if oh, if so people support it, make. yeah, if people support us enough, then maybe. We'll yeah. see. I mean, Ryan's got a lot of blank cassettes. I have yeah, but that's even smaller. <laughs> 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 it's like, like collectible. I see like a lot of people going for like cassettes now. It's so, like that'd be that'd be really cool too. Oh my my grandfather had a cassette recorder, so I just used that, and I'm just like, gotta spend like 12 hours making like five of <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, the biggest, the biggest thing is that, sorry, sorry. Oh, we actually got the CDs a little late, um, and that kind of ties back to, this is, um, we, we put in an order for those CDs a super long time ago, and we didn't get them until yeah. Till now, you know, just because oh, wow. of uh, uh, production delays and shipping delays. I mean, with the entire nationwide crisis, you know, that mm-hmm. we unfortunately weren't able to get our bundles and our pre orders out wow. to people, you know. But now, hey, 
we, we can get it to you guys. Well, yeah. I just bought one. So. Yeah, I don't know when I don't know oh, when this shit. interview's coming out, but <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. They'll be they'll be in the mail by the time that people are listening who ordered bundles. So awesome. Yeah. Awesome. But anyway, yeah, I think just uh like very stoked in general. And I'm stoked that we're all stoked. I think we're all super stoked. Yeah. I'm stoked like a campfire, man. I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Awesome, dude. Well, you, I, I'm going to try and buy a CD. I, I need to check my account, but like, you might get two. So that's no yeah, problem. I'm shipping up like everything out tomorrow. So. Awesome. Oh, sick. All right. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, we we have merch. Our our merch was like it came out really legit. Um, it's uh, we ended up having like two designs. I, I'm a huge fan of like this one particular design, um, but both of them came out great. They're both like really different than each other, which yeah. I'm a fan of. You know, one of them's more of like a a light pink, lavender, purplish type of flowery design. The other one like this uh, sandy, like desert gray design with like the uh, the high visibility orange, which is like a huge fashion thing right now. Um, you know, you like Kevin. I know. I, I love that. Uh, the the it's like a yeah that gray the hacker visibility yeah. design. It's it's just so like trendy. I'm all about that. It's yeah. made of it's made of sand actually. Oh, yeah. Really? Whoa. Don't wet it. Don't wet it. It'll, it'll just plump. Oh, sad. No, it, it, they're really, really like soft T-shirts. We've um, Bella and uh, Canvas. Yeah, yeah. If, if if there's anyone listening that already has our long sleeves, they're they're soft like that. If there's and anyone that, that doesn't have the long sleeve, just imagine a really soft thing. Oh my god. My, my brother's wearing our merch. So. Oh, fire. oh, that's, that's the OG one. design from like. Oh, that's, see, that, that that's the first merch item good. we ever put out. That one's I not on Bell and Canvas. Yeah, that one. That one's definitely not on Bell and Canvas. Oh, okay, okay. Well, I hope you like it though. It's a nice <laughs> design. It's a very nice. Yo, my mom wears that long sleeve all the time. Yeah, so does my dad. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah. um, moving back to music for like a quick <laughs> just a second. <laughs> I, I didn't know how to go back to that. A segue. Um, yes, I didn't know how to segue. Um, so moving back to music for a second, what song are you looking forward to playing live the most from the EP, of course? Like, which one are you? So there's a song that we haven't played live yet called Magenta. Okay. And yeah. we purposely like haven't been playing that song live because we wanted to uh, save something for uh you know after the ep came out also we just needed more time to practice it before we incorporated it into our live set and uh i don't know that song changed a lot i think it has will's best vocal performance ever like period like he did some really cool falsetto stuff on that song and uh it was almost it was a candidate to be one of the singles it wasn't but it was a strong candidate so i'm just stoked to play it live I'm actually most stoked about rewrites because, funnily enough, we haven't actually played that at a show yet. We've only oh. played it at practice. It feels like we've played it at a show, but we've really we only played the current version yet. What? We've played it since we've recorded. We've played the old version. Oh, a long time ago. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. In, in its current, current 
in its current state, we have it as like the set closer now, and we have this intro and stuff. And I'm actually most excited about that because I know that like that's the one everyone will know the words to, and like yeah. we just haven't gotten a chance to play it yet. We had like this big show planned for the day the song was coming out, and I was really excited about that. And then that was obviously got canceled. So, mm -hmm. um, so I would say rewrites. Actually, I'm probably most stoked about. Mm -hmm. Enough. I really just want to have a show where we can play the EP from start to finish. That's what I'm like mostly excited about. Yeah, we don't have to do that at every show, but it would be cool to have a show where we just play the whole thing. Don't even stop between songs. Like just keep all the transitions. Yeah, that would be cool. I'm so mad we couldn't play that Wonder Bar show, dude. I was gonna bring my dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I want to do Magenta too, mostly because it's for for the most selfish reason ever, which is that for most of the outro, all I do is make yeah. guitar feedback, and any excuse I get to do that on a stage is just greatly just just I I get so much joy out of making the worst sounds I can on my instrument. I mean, guitar. <laughs> just pour beer on the amp. Oh my no. god. <laughs> oh, that hurt. So hard for me too. I'm, just like, I'm also kind of like like. It's it's hard to explain, but it's this is like especially for me, I guess, because like I open this song, but like we open our sets a lot with "Paint You Blue," and it's like starts with me singing, and it's super like visceral. I don't know. So like I just can't wait for the first show back, and we get on stage and we play that song, and it's just like we're back, you know. Actually, that's what I was gonna say. I I originally thought I might be most excited to play "Layover in London" because that's my favorite song to listen to. But, uh, you know, the, like, our EP opens up with Paint You Blue, where, where it's got, uh, you know, um, Will singing some, like, uh, Devin playing guitar. Like, it's it's very distorted. Things are kind of, like, sound almost far away, very lo-fi-ish. And then, like, hits like a truck mm -hmm. once it drops. That's what I'm excited for. I want that first drop in our first show and people that, that rush, are rush. Like yeah, I want I want people to go. Fuck. Recording too. That's the one you hated. I know. I I hated recording that. But I gotta say, like, like I want I want to, like, I want I just want that shit to drop. Yeah. It's, it yeah. will. And it's cool. It's cool because I feel like more people know it now because it's out. Like we've, we've been playing it for a while, but now it's out. So like hearing people sing along would be cool. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Skate park show. Yeah, yeah. We're planning. Uh, I think one of our first shows back maybe at a skate park, which will be cool. Ooh, um, that sounds sick. So stay tuned for details. Hell yeah. Uh, so where do you see the band in the next five years? Five year plan. Very good plan. Given our pace, maybe finally wrapping up whatever we're recording next. I don't know. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> given our pace, we'll finish touring the EP. Yeah. <laughs> given, uh, no, but I hope, I, it, in all honesty, I hope that in, in five years we've at least got one other like release out. Yeah. And we're just, you know, I hope. I hope the world goes back to some sense of normalcy and gigging and touring as an option again. Yeah. Um, if that is the case, that's absolutely what I want to be doing. Um, and you know, just just writing, just writing more songs together because I think um, 
just kind of the very first songs we wrote together versus sort of this batch and like just just kind of where they've ended up and how far we've gone i, I just feel like there's a lot there and i'm kind of just ex- and i'm really excited by some of the little demos we have floating around mm-hmm. and like i said what this one taught me is that your songs aren't done until they're recorded yeah. and then i mean mm-hmm. if you're a jam band they aren't done anyway but we're not a jam band uh but um <laughs> but like um yeah no it's it's it was it was recording was like such a cool process that i just want to do it again and i feel like the hope is that we keep getting better at it and yeah. that we can just we can do what we're doing but bigger and then we can do a bunch of stuff that we didn't think was really an option for us <laughs> yeah i think if you get if you get caught up in like you know we want to be playing this size show by this year i think that like then like yeah you might get there but you might have like i don't know rushed yourself to get there or like forced yourself to get there and then realize like this isn't really all it's like cracked up to be anyway like really i just hope that we continue to be content and continue to evolve and improve yeah so there's a lot of uh my answer i'm mostly excited about touring and just uh I just really want to travel. I grew up in a big family, so we couldn't really afford to go on vacation other than like once. And there's places I want to see. Like I'd love to and have five years have uh, played shows in Europe, uh, both coasts. You know, definitely putting out another release too. I don't give a shit if we're playing for like a bar of like three people or, you know, a stage with thousands of people. Obviously, the, the latter would be preferable, but just having the opportunity to travel because of something that we created corporately would... Uh, that's all I could ask for to be fulfilled. In five years, we're going to own a van. Oh, Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's achievable. We could do that. We could buy a van. We, we could probably go own a van sooner. I mean... Yeah, but if, in five years, we're going to own it. You know, like, if we get it next year, we'll own it in five years. So we I mean, hope the if cool we buy thing... a van next year, it lasts for four more years. Wait a minute. Hold on. We're, if we buy a van... We're making more than min- the minimum payment. Come on, we have to be financially responsible. Bro, yeah, we got to pay cash for that thing. Also, like, I don't want to rush into that just because paying insurance on that's going to be a bitch. Oh, yeah, definitely. This is how it devolves into, like, very specific discussion about, like... <laughs> <laughs> I think it's cool that, like, 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 just even the fact that you're able to ask that and we're all able to like think about it. Like, I just feel like there's a sense in this band of like, not, uh, not permanence cause nothing's permanent, but like yeah. we all like, we all seem excited to like keep going with it. And like, I happy to see it through to wherever it goes, you know? Mm-hmm. So it feels nice. Cause I feel like you could have asked that to a, uh, previous band I was in, and we would all be like, "Uh, I don't, I don't know about these guys," you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's kind of cool yeah. that, like, I, I feel comfortable staying with it. So it's, yeah, it's- I think like five years. The only real goal I have with this band is just to keep on playing because they're my friends. So I think that's a pretty easy like set the like. Hold on, I, but I, I really need to set something straight. That's just me setting the bar really low, so I'm not disappointed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yikes. Oh, no. oh my god. I'm oh. going to keep playing 
and like this is this, as long as we keep on playing, I'll be happy. Oh, yeah. shit. I just had to ruin that feel-good moment for a second. We got to <laughs> Like, oh, that was so cute. And then you were like, oh, never mind. Yeah, that's, 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 that's Actually, true. fuck these guys. <laughs> Actually, oh, are we allowed to swear them. on this podcast? Are we, did yeah, we yeah. talk about that at all? Yeah, you're all I already right. messed that up, dude. You're... <laughs> uh, shit, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> just no slurs, Am I going to be that guy? <laughs> please, no slurs. <laughs> no slurs. No slurs. Yeah. Um, it's the internet. Come on. Yeah, come on. I, you know, it just it feels courteous to the podcast host. Oh. Fuck me for trying to be nice, Kevin. <laughs> yeah, no, goddamn it, Kevin. Exactly. <laughs> it's all your fault. That's a phrase that's heard a lot. Goddamn it, Kevin. <laughs> Fuck you, Kevin. Kevin. I don't say that at all. I say weird shit like I don't know, like put that hay in my ass. Put that hay in my ass. <laughs> <laughs> what? You, you, I mean, oh. he, you did post that. You posted that earlier today. So yeah, you are. Oh true. my god. <laughs> You, Kevin. You didn't appreciate it. I, I really love that about this band because uh, most of us have like some thread of just straight shit lord. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, and then Will keeps us in line. <laughs> no, I think I just take it too seriously. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always like, but really, guys, actually. <laughs> they're they're sending memes in the band chat, and Will's like, can we have a serious discussion for two seconds? But, but Will, I, I, Will, I've spent most of my musical career being that person. It's so liberating having you do that. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan, what does put that hay in my ass even mean? Because I, I like, kind of wanted to catch you on. If you have to ask. In my head, I like woke up and I'm like, this is it for today, dude. I'm like, I don't know what this means. It just, it just came to you. It literally did. Like it was bestowed upon me and I had to deliver it to the world. Wow. Oh my God. (laughs) Thank you for sharing it with us. I I really appreciate it. It We made that live on the Good Noise podcast. <laughs> oh shit! It's good. Okay, right. so as we already so, have. <laughs> yeah. So for the last couple questions, we're gonna move away from music if we were on that topic, um, and we're gonna go straight to death row. So if you guys were on death row, what would your last meal be? With a drink. With a drink. All right, I got it. Spit okay. it at us. I don't mind. Pork roll and egg on an everything bagel, extra Ooh. egg and hot sauce. Okay. That's going to be my food. And then, okay. honestly, like, just my regular drink from Starbucks, which is, <laughs> <laughs> I get my venti cold brew with light ice, a shot of espresso, and the vanilla syrup in there. Ooh. That's my regular drink at Starbucks. So, basically what I already eat almost every day. Okay. I mean, it's good. In life and in death. Okay. Yeah. He died as he lived. (laughs) (laughs) See, I was just gonna say endless. I was just gonna say endless breadsticks, so the meal never ends, and I can just cheat death and never, you know, that I don't die. That's the same energy as the cheese things from uh, Taco Bell, the one guy from Cheers Bricks. 
Oh yeah, um. yeah. Somebody was like, "I'm gonna just save all my money, just my entire life, if I do end up on death row, and I'm just gonna spend all of it on like, the like cheesy roll-ups, triangle things at Taco Bell, and so then they just keep buying it and buying it, so then they just don't die." Yeah. Oh my god. Wait, what are those? The, the cheesy roll-ups sure. or whatever the hell they're called. Cheesy, yeah, cheesy roll-ups. I'm not. I'm not googling Taco Bell triangles. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, maybe maybe as a side, you could throw in for me those. Uh, they're so bad for you, but they're so good. You know those, you know those like special Fritos that are like honey barbecue and they're like corkscrew. Oh, oh bro! And yeah. they have like two hundred grams of fat in each oh, bag. That yeah. sounds wonderful. <laughs> like they're cancer. so good. I like those bags because those bags don't lie to you. They, there's not that much air in them. Yeah, they're full. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. The the Fritos honey barbecue flavor twists. Mm. Oh yeah. Those those they're packed in there. Oh. I always get like so annoyed when we bring those to band practice because then I have like Fritos dust all over my fingertips while I'm trying to play guitar, but I also yeah. just don't care because they're so good. Exactly. You're it's 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 worth the risk. Yeah. Worth Kevin, what's your uh, meal? You get the little bag and you like lift it face and you're like a barbarian but your guitar's cleaner. So Exactly. <laughs> okay, I have a very specific meal. Okay. Uh, so, the thing about me, I don't enjoy food. Really? <laughs> You've been eating the entire I podcast. I I understand I'm eating pizza, but the, I, I'm eating pizza because I have to. Okay, I get that. I get that. Like if it was up to me, I like if there was like a tasteless just block of substance that I could just eat and I, I wouldn't have to eat other things for the rest of my life, I would mm. do that. I would do wow. that. I don't uh, I would I would end up eating all Taco Bell, all chips, candy. I don't care. I would do that. But since that's not the case, um, and I'm a human being, uh, my last meal will definitely just be a lot of candy. A lot of candy. I would um, request a lot of cheese cubes. Cheese um, cubes, like the, the little serving platter cheese cubes. Yeah, the, the little cheese cubes. The little tiny um, ones. I, I like, I, I, I enjoy the sensation of swallowing cubes. Okay. That's a new one. That's a very new one. I haven't heard that one before. Okay. No, and Ryan's not here, but they've all heard this before. I was going to say, so. Will was rolling his eyes because he's like this again. This again. We've all heard this before. I really love swallowing cubes. Wait, so you and, don't chew uh, them? No, no. See, like it's it's the corners that feel good in my throat. It's like it's like it's it's, it's like you know firm and it just kind of like uh, like I'm taking a, a pointed squeegee to my throat, which is uh, so uh-huh. swallow some some cheese cubes, eat some sour patch kids. Ryan, I'm talking about how I like to swallow cubes. Bro, I knew you were gonna bring this shit up, dude. <laughs> dude. I'm in fucking awe. He likes the corners. He likes the corners when they go down his throat. Oh my god. I... Oh, man. Devin, like... what's your meal, man? I, I told you, Yo, I'm like... <laughs> and I, was, I mean, are we, are we being realistic or are we just talking about, like, like uh, favorite foods? Because, like, if I was actually on death row and, like, being sent, like, to the electric chair, I'd probably, like, request Holy Communion from the Pope and just hope that it takes him a really long time to get there. <laughs> but... You're going to eat the Pope? Oh, hot. <laughs> nice. No, Ryan, that's not what I said. Cannibalism. Um, 
He didn't. Yo, but it's it's. I'm I'm a big like. I'm like really big into like serial killer movies and shit like that. And there's actually a book called the Death Row Cookbook, and it's like literal pictures of last uh, meals from a chef that was on death row, like the death row chef. Yeah. And uh, there was like this one. I'm trying to figure out who the, who the murderer was. He he got like it was just a basic like bacon cheeseburger, but oh. he like poured his guts into that bacon cheeseburger, and it looked delicious. Yeah. So. I'll, I'll, I'll let you know when I figure out who that serial killer was. All right. I say, real talk, I think I want a bowl of ramen because, like, really good ramen is like the oh, best yeah. thing ever. Yeah. Like, but anyway, yeah, yeah. Yo, or my grandma's mac and cheese. Ryan, what's I fucks your with meal? that. Dude, wait, James. I went to Japan and they had this ramen, but it was like a stew and it was so thick, dude. Oh, oh, that sounds awesome. God. Oh wow. So... Thick with three C's. Oh, it was. It was like. Wait, Never mind. I was gonna say something dumb, which is like, isn't fudge just thick ramen? But, but not really. What? Wait, like fudge the candy? No, no, no. F, F uh, P H O, like the Vietnamese oh, soup. Oh, I don't know that. I heard fudge. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's 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 similar to ramen, but it's not. I don't think it's like I know ramen's usually generally pork bone as its base. Uh -huh. it's pork bone? Well, it's pork bone, bone and soy is the thing. Yeah. It's I don't know what fuzz made out of, but there's way more stuff in it. Ramen's way more yeah. broth. Um, yeah, it's, it's mostly that was that was that was all I had for my joke. That was the, like I have nothing. It was nothing. a good joke. <laughs> it I, I'm still stands. I still want candy, gum, cheese cubes. Period. Uh, I know what I want. I want. Um, I want a specific pie. What, what is that place called? Wait. Is it the one in Connecticut? No, there's a. <laughs> The pie place near me in Princeton. I literally got a pie from there last week. Mm. Was um, it strawberry rhubarb pie? Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's underrated. I think strawberry rhubarb is underrated. Pie right, I've never had it. Me so neither. I can't, I can't say you're wrong. Dude, rhubarb is weird as fuck. Have you ever seen a rhubarb plant? Wait, Ryan, are you talking about pizza pie or like pie pie? What? Pizza pie or pie pie? Oh, pie pie. Pizza pie. pie, pie blueberry pie. pie. I, so there's this pie place in Princeton called Turhune Orchards. And they just sell all kinds of pie. And they have this one pie that has blueberries in it. But the blueberries are super small. Oh. And it is amazing. It It is honestly... I don't even know. I don't even have the words to, to describe how high it is. I just put some vanilla ice cream on there. Mm -hmm. Holy shit. Just a dollop. Just a dollop. Yeah. It's great. But I, and then Will bought me this this Java chip frappuccino one time. <laughs> Those are so good. Those are so good. Yeah, they are good. So good. You know what? I'll add one thing. I will add a frozen coffee drink, and but okay. not the chocolate. I'll add um, an iced cap from Tim Hortons with whipped okay. cream. Okay. Because because okay. they have a more frozen coffee drink than Dunkin' Donuts. Okay. Oh. Ooh. I love Tim Hortons. I love Tim Hortons, and if you like another coffee thing more than that, I'll fight you. That means you will. <laughs> All right, no fighting live on the podcast. Okay. Take that to the bad side after the fact. Slowly. <laughs> yeah, what? 
Why are you trying to get fights, Kevin? Um, we shouldn't, but how great would it be if we just, <laughs> like, actually oh. got mad at each other on a podcast? Right. <laughs> I'll just, I'm just going to push our interview, the interview we have after this further back. Please. Insist. Yeah. Insist. No, no, no. Do You're it. good. Do it. We're good, man. <laughs> Break out the fist. Let's do it. Um, so... Yo, instead of death row, can we just go to pizza row in New Haven? <laughs> sure. Oh, is that is that the place with the clam chowder pizza? That's the place with the clam pizza from that Frank Peepee's. Fucking disgusting. Maybe I'd have to have that instead. Yo, if you had Frank Peepee's like clam pizza as your last meal, that would just be what kills you. Like the execution can just get called off. Oh my! You just get the shit so bad. Feller is deceased. We went on a little tour with our friends in Feller. <laughs> yeah, you tell the story, Ryan. I, I they had the clam pie, they ordered it, and then they all ate it, and they all... Did they throw up, or did they... Yeah, it was throw up. They all... Oh, oh my god. It was half throw up, I think, and half the other end. Yeah. Yo, thank God at least, like, the show that night was, like, a literal house party, so, like, half the people there were throwing up anyway, so they weren't, like, singled out. But... That was in New Paltz, New York. The pizza burrito was in New Haven, but the show was in New Paltz. We stopped for pizza on the way there. I was one of our best shows, but I was a little sketched out at, um, I don't, I, I don't think this person was following hygiene rules when they were tattooing people on a coffee table. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. The crowd, I really got to say, was awesome. Okay. Really, like, they, were, they were going hard. And then after us was some, like, jazzy jam band. And oh. I got really sweaty. Yeah, they were called What? What the band. Shout out to What. They, they rock. Yeah, they're really good. Dan What. And then Kevin Schmecka... Cute in the country roadhouse. Oh. In the sink. L. Oh, in the sink. Remember? Yeah. Oh, and he didn't. He, he didn't remember this, didn't he? No, he didn't. He I will didn't. now. We just. <laughs> and then everybody was like, "Kevin, you were in the bathroom last night. We fucking know you were in there. There was puke in the sink." Oh. That's what so all right. Sorry. <laughs> we have one more question. I promise. That's it. Yeah, moving Although, on. You guys might take Next a question. minutes to answer. We'll see. This is the last question. Some say it's the most important question. What's your favorite color? Pink. Pink, okay. Pink. It's always been my favorite color since I was like a little kid. I have a pink towel. Um, if I point you over there to my laptop and keyboard, I have them set to light up pink. Uh, okay. Dude, that's great. My favorite color is purple, dude. Oh my god. Dude, that's not why we buy it. Mine is as well, but specifically royal purple. There we go. The specifics. I love it. Okay. I don't know. I like a lot of blues and teals most of the time, but I seem to end up buying red shit. I don't know why this happens to me, but. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I had like I I used to be a thing of people like <laughs> my girlfriend used to make fun of me because it was just like I'm pretty sure your favorite color is red like every guitar you own is red and like but now I <laughs> now I play like a whitish yellow one but yeah, that's what it is <laughs> I like a light purple and also a fan of uh, mustard yellow mustard yellow solid 
Do we yeah. three of us favorite color is purple? Oh Runner up for favorite color? Beige. Gray. Beige. beige. I like beige. Definitely beige. the mustard yellow for me. Mm. So, beige. so that's all the questions we have for you guys. Is there anything you want to plug? Uh, REP, Clash Coexist, is out there now. Um, it's on Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, all that good stuff. Um, we're going to be dropping a, a second music video from it in a few weeks so stay tuned for that um and then we have some merch for sale so you can go to loyalty slash store uh we finally have all of it so we can actually ship it out to everyone now apologies for people still waiting but we just got everything um and yeah just check out the music share the music around i think uh even just a simple share or shout out goes longer than you realize. So mm -hmm. just uh, show your friends, tell your friends, and uh, we'll see y'all at a show when we get back to it. Oh, yeah. I, I do want to say one thing. Um, uh, I think that dentists make too much money. Um, <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen, if, if you... If you brush your teeth and you take your time brushing your teeth, like most yeah. people, like you, you should have fine teeth. Yeah. I mean, dentists, like they just check to make sure that, you know, your teeth are all, I'm not saying they're not, but they make a lot of money. Just brush your teeth thoroughly. Mm -hmm. Like I spend maybe like a solid minute and a half, maybe two whole minutes, just deeply cleaning my teeth. Yeah. You should. It's healthy, you know. I, I the teeth are tools. I think human, yeah. I guess, behavior. So okay. um, brush them well. Fuck dentists. Okay. Yeah, kill your dentist. <laughs> oh all right, kill all dentists. That's how we're gonna end it. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to shout out uh, Brett Romness one more time. I know we spent a lot of time in the interview, like hyping him up, but he was really the unsung hero of uh, this EP coming together. And I think he's having a uh, a baby in a couple of weeks. Damn, congrats. So yeah. really yeah. excited for those uh, Instagram pictures to come up. We'll be thinking of him for sure. And yeah, fuck dentists. <laughs> wow, okay. I agree with Kevin, too. Okay. Such bullshit how you go to the dentist and then they fucking yell at you. Oh, yeah. What is your job? <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, don't fucking meme, dude. Yeah, you show up to a dentist's office. They're gonna like stick you in a chair and like pull your mouth open. You're vulnerable anyway. They don't have to be fucking mean about it. Exactly. Yeah, I think I'd, I think I'd just rather go to death row than go to the dentist's. <laughs> like, just... why do they why do they ask you a question and then put their hand in your mouth after they ask you a question? Because they know that they want to make you feel. Small. Exactly. Right. <laughs> That's honestly abusive. Oh my Dances god. Dances are canceled. Whoa. I, I hate how they like make your gums just start bleeding like crazy with that pokey thing. And then there's like the sucker that sucks up all the blood. I it's that. just gruesome. Like, you're sticking a metal spike in my mouth, dude. What the hell? Yeah. Dude. Oh, wow. Have you ever noticed, like, have you, if you have a light reflector on, oh my it's God. very nice concentration of light. Mm. So they can 
usually aim it at only your mouth, but they always just aim just the top, just like near yep. your eye, just enough to like fuck with you. Exactly. Like, oh my god. All right. So oh I think they, my god. they want you to feel comfortable so that they'll pay, so that you request anesthesia, so that they can pay your insurance, so that they can make more money. Fuck dental. Oh my, oh my god. god. Yo, our next our next merch item is gonna be a toothbrush. <laughs> you don't need dentists. Dentists are a farce. Alright. Oh so that is how we're going to end it. Fuck dentists. And if you've got some sort of sweet please. Just kick Kevin from the call. Kevin, I'm trying to end the fucking call. We have an interview next. <laughs> <laughs> and I've already moved it a half an hour. They're gonna kill us. <laughs> oh my god, really? Yeah, oh, we're gonna have to move it again. Oh my god. We still have to put the questions together. <laughs> oh, no! I didn't know this. I'm fuck, sorry. Oh my god. Fuck no, dentists. So that is how we're going to end it. Congratulations on the EP release. You guys were a ton of fun to sit down with. Thank you, you for sitting down man. with us. This oh has god. been Loyal. Thank you for taking the time, guys. It's so humbling. Yeah. Uh, we love you. We love you Take guys. Take care. Well. Bye. Uh, this has been Loyalty to Me, and we're the Good Noise Podcast.